Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. But oh, we oh. are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Yeah, I was just going to kind of give a sassy, okay? Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know why. You just really wanted to... Make it clear. Yeah. That well, not. I think it's clear. Well, now it's clear. Because <laughs> I made it weird. <sighs> oh, but we aren't experts, but we are happy to be here indeed in your earbuds once again once again we're back just and you know if you're a new listener we welcome you as well we do we are just a podcast where we talk about things that you know make us feel good yeah and maybe sometimes the things that make us feel not so good oh <laughs> which we'll get to today maybe maybe knowing my list <laughs> Dory, how's it going well look i have recently returned from a long weekend 
with seven of my best, six, seven of my best friends from college. We rented a house, celebrated. Well, it was around one of our 40th birthdays, but the general vibe was that we were celebrating all of our collective birthdays. But I liked to torment my friends who are already 40 by reminding them that I am still 39. Oh, you're that friend. I was just doing it to t- to bug them, not because I really give a. Crap. You know, I my birthday isn't particularly early. It's in May, mm-hmm. but for some reason, like most of my close friends from college, their birthdays are later than mine. Oh, you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. So, I've had friends like you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I really give a shit when my mm-hmm. birthday is. It's sure. more that my relationship with my college friends is that we really do share a, a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. And I tormenting each other lovingly is part of the game. Now, so, did they come from all over the country? Yes. I was very spoiled. We went to Palm Springs and I was the only person who happened to live in Los Angeles. Everybody How else flew convenient. in. I know. I did not plan this part of things. Another person picked Palm Springs, but I was Great. on board. Yeah. So I drove and we stayed at a really beautiful house. And my friend Elena, who I have mentioned on the show before, mm-hmm. my cooking chef friend Elena, cooked dinner for us. Oh, what a dream. Two nights in a row. Damn. It was like having a private chef. Why slash are my best friends from college One who chefs? I lived next door to freshman year of college. Oh, yeah. And she's just a fantastic cook and everything is like made with such care and love. Mm-hmm. She made this olive oil cake. Oh, I love an olive oil oh, cake. Oh, it was like the moistest cake. It's so good. With this like strawberry topping. I mean, mm. it was just, I've got a farro salad in the fridge that's Ooh, leftovers. Yeah. Lovely. So we had, you know, we just, it was very kind of like relaxing and nourishing. You know, we were all kind of doing our own thing. Some people went hiking. Mm, Some mm-hmm, people stayed mm-hmm. and sat around the pool and read each other's tarot. We also foam rolled the whole weekend. Oh. Um, because I drove from my home, I was able to bring not one but two foam rollers and my heating pad because my, <laughs> my back is sore. This was a true birthday party for 40 year olds. We would Sounds every amazing. night people were just laying around foam rolling and we had we we probably polished off like 72 seltzer waters oh, in the course of a weekend. What a dream. It Did was you, just were you very, in bed by like 10? Yes. Many nights, many nights. Everyone was just like, I think I just want to get in bed and read. Oh, I think the best part was like a lot of us hadn't seen each other in a few years because work and family matters and personal stuff and kids and everything, you know, it's hard to get together with friends around the country and just getting to spend that time with my friends was like the most meaningful, meaningful experience. That's so nice. It was super. Also, I love a jacuzzi. I mean, the photos that you were posting on social media looked amazing. It was really fun. Um, so yeah, so that's what I did this weekend. And you know, I also, I've been working on a couple things, Dory. Okay. One, I want to confess something. I'm ready. Which is that I have not been honest about my Twitter usage. A go on. (laughs) I'm holding myself accountable. Because I'll tell you something that I've observed. Oh, what? Oh my God. About me? Well, we have the shared forever 35 pod Twitter account. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought you were off Twitter, but every so often I would notice that the account had liked some tweets Uh uh or responded to some tweets. Mm -hmm. And you were like, like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So my dirty little secret, Dory, (laughs) (laughs) is that I don't know my personal Twitter login. Mm -hmm. I don't use my Mm -hmm. personal account, but I do know the Forever 35. Uh And... 
I have been logging on my phone uh-huh. to Forever 35 yep. Twitter account. <laughs> and then Look, when, I wasn't going to say anything. No, no, it's, this is good that we're getting this out there. <laughs> and so then once I was there, mm-hmm. I would then mm-hmm. leap over and check a lot of political content. Yeah, because the Forever 35 account doesn't follow. No. Anything. No, but I was using it because Twitter won't let you oh. see see things. It's like log in if you want to see more. Yeah. So I have I have been using <gasps> that poor account. <laughs> Think how sad it is at it's having a, to look at all that I was negativity. I was digging into a lot of political content and then this weekend I was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I think I was making the excuse of like, well, I'm using Twitter to catch up on news, but really I was just like using it to fill a hole in my brain. I mean, there is an easy solution to this. It what is it? I change the password and don't share it with you. Oh shit. I is that I cr- share is it with Lane. Bonkers that I need everybody in my life to to keep me off Twitter. No, actually, I think it's good that you Acknowledge that this is a problem. It is. And there's a very easy solution. Yes. I'm here. I, I'm asking for help. Yes. So and I'm offering it. Change the Twitter password. But also what I ended up. So I had um, there was a journalist who had like lists of like progressive uh, politician, right? Political writers. And I would like follow that list obsessively. And I had mm. it bookmarked on my phone oh. and I have deleted it. And this weekend I was like, I can't. There are ways to get news. It's called like the news tab on my phone. The New York Times app, Washington Post, you know, you know, the various newspapers familiar, that I subscribe yes. to. Mm-hmm. And then that and that's it. Yeah. Or I also um, do the daily, the New York Times podcast and then NPR like first up. Mm-hmm. There's many ways to get news that don't involve scrolling people fighting on Twitter. Oh, I mean, I realized that it's not that I need Twitter to get news. It's that I'm right. addicted to sure. the experience of Twitter sure. to the like the fighting and the mm. takes and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. and I kind of had to get real with myself this weekend because you know what I noticed I wasn't on my phone that much because I was so engaged with my friends yeah and then when I would like start looking at my phone I was like what am I doing why am I wasting time Mm -hmm. on on Twitter I can get news I don't want to be avoiding news content but I need to be avoiding Twitter so I just wanted to get real about that Twitter addiction is a real thing for me it's been really hard to break so that's a thing I'm working on and another thing I'm doing Dory Mm mm-hmm I am training myself Mm -hmm. to rise early. Okay. Listeners, have you trained, have you sleep trained yourself? (laughs) Not a child, yourself. This this has come up several times in the Facebook group. Sleep training as an adult? Yes, because every time it comes up, it seems to come up in the context of, I want to wake up earlier to work out. Oh, I want to wake up earlier to just like write and have quiet time. Yeah, but sure. I mean, the idea is kind of the same. Totally the same. Um, I'll point you to some threads. That'd be great. Yeah. But I think that's a, that's an admirable goal. Well, I've been I've implemented a few things, okay. which is that I set our coffee pot to brew at six a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bed earlier. So the smell is just wafting through the house. I tell you what, the smell does wake me out of bed. Do you still use your wake up light? Uh huh. I use that, um, and that helps. That does feel it. It feels better than the audio, like the jolting audio, and the wake up light starts before your alarm is going to go off. So it like starts to set the tone. Okay. That wakefulness is happening. Yeah. So right now I'm working on being a a. 6am riser. Okay. And I'm getting there and I'm starting to feel it like in my bones. Mm. And then I'm going to bump it to like, I'm going to incrementally work backwards to like 545, 530. And I want to be a a. 5am riser. 
because I want to go to bed earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I would like two solid hours in the morning of just here's my vid. Can I just give like a dream vision? I wake up at 5am. I come get my coffee. Then I put in my Apple, my little earbuds. I put on like a news NPR news podcast and I foam roll for like 15 minutes because the foam rolling is helping my body feel better. Then I'm kind of wakeful Mm -hmm. and I sit down, I do my internet scrolling and I do a little writing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I pitter patter and do whatever I read. I do whatever Mm -hmm. else needs to, you know, what feels good to me. I it's like that quiet time. time. Yes. And you time at the end of the day does not work for me because I'm so tired. So yeah. I'm think I'm trying to create this time for me at the beginning of the day. This sounds lovely. So if anyone has any self sleep training tips, give it give it to me. It seems like you're on the right track. Maybe I need somebody to put me in my crib and let me cry it out. <laughs> well, we've covered me. Let's take a break okay. and I can't wait to hear about what you've been up oh, to. Oh great. 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak, I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, Oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank (laughs) once you, you, once you start wearing honey love, you're just like, no, not going back. You see how it could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, Oh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. 
We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So Dory, we haven't seen each other face to face in a while. This is true. Which just destroys me. I know. It's hard. So catch me up on where you've been because we were apart this weekend. We were. Do I sound codependent? No. I mean, I get it. I I didn't want to... I tried not to text you too much. Because you knew I was... Because I knew you were with your friends. Jacuzziing away. Yeah. Um, But I did take the time to send you a video of my niece. Which I then watched (laughs) and showed all my friends. (laughs) I mean, it was her birthday. I got her a really cute little people dollhouse. And she was very excited. She She said, wow. (laughs) In her like three-year-old, like big eyes. Yeah, it was very cute. Um, But I I try not to bother you. Well, you can always bother me. But you did some very, you did some like real on-brand Forever 35 stuff this week. I did. So... I was on a couple panels at something called the Beauty X Summit, which is part of Indie Beauty Expo. So cool. So it was very cool. I'd never done anything like that before. Um, I was on a podcaster's panel with some other great podcasters like our dear friend Jackie Johnson of Natch Butte, um, two women who host the Almost 30 podcast and the woman who hosts the Business of Beauty podcast. So cool. we're just kind of, you know, chatting about podcasting. It was fun. Um, but the point being... I put on a full face of makeup. You did it yourself? I did it myself. You also added a wave to your hair. I did. And did you do that yourself I too? I did. I love an all done by yourself look. You know what I have come to realize? Say it. By and large. Mm-hmm. And there are a few exceptions, like my wedding, where my hair and makeup was like not done by me, totally on point, looked amazing, if I do say so myself. I found that. By and large, I like how I look when I'm doing my hair and makeup myself better than when I when I when I pay other people to do it. And you feel like you know it best, what you need, what you want. I know it best. I can do it. Like I thought about going and getting a blowout, and then I was like, "Why save the money? Save the money. I'll just whip out my T3." You didn't whip out your Dyson? No, my Dyson's a hair dryer. What's a T3? T3 is a curling wand. Oh, excuse me. I, I thought a T3 was also a hair dryer. I don't have the... There's the Dyson Air Wrap. Oh, I the thing that sucks the hair yeah, in. And that, that curls your hair or gives you a wave from what I understand. I don't have that. Um, maybe next Christmas. <laughs> I hope your husband is listening to this podcast or... <laughs> just drop some hints. Drop some hints. I'll just leave... Dyson, bring my vacuum cleaner over and get my hair stuck in it. <laughs> um, no, there is a, a curling wand that I've had for a few years. It's not like my favorite thing. It's not super easy to use, but it's it's fine. Um, and at the length my hair is now, it's like pretty easy for me to get a get a good wave. But it does take a little while. Like it takes almost like. 20 to 30 minutes for me to do my full head of hair and I don't have a lot of hair. It looked great. Oh, I thank you. Tell me about the full face of makeup. Did you go back to your Armani? I did. So I, well, I started with a benefit primer um, that I love, but I just 
don't ever use really anymore because like, you know, I'm not wearing a full face of makeup. Um, the primer that I used is called the poor professional face primer. Poor. I love a pun. I know. Benefit benefit is great with puns. Um, I really like this primer. I've been using it forever. And so I started there. Then I put on my Armani, um, what is it? Luminous silk foundation, which, you know, is a great foundation. I just didn't need to be wearing it every day. (laughs) Um, but when you need a foundation to do the work, I mean, hello. Hello. You pull out the big gun. Then on my cheeks, I use the wander beauty, um, that like highlighter stick, highlighter stick, highlighter and, and blush stick. I like that thing a lot. I brought it with me this week. Yeah. It's a great, and I love that. I love the shade. So I use that. Um, then on my eyes, I used my bare mineral primer, eyelid primer. Okay. I love an eyelid primer. I think if you're going to wear eyeshadow and you're not wearing an eyelid primer, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Just slap on some eyelid primer. God, it's not that hard. Um, Whoa. And then... <laughs> fighting words. <laughs> um, then I used a palette I got a few months ago, a Pixie palette that I got at Target. Mm. Yep. For some eyeshadow. I use my Urban Decay eyeliner. What about those brows? Urban Decay. Oh, I'll get there. Oh, sorry, sorry. And then I used um, the old Hourglass mascara that advertiser advertiser Hourglass. It's a nice mascara. It's a great mascara. And then on the old brows, I use my NYX powder pencil. A favorite of Dory's. It is such a good pencil. It costs $6.50. It has a brush on one end, so I just kind of brushed the brows, and then I filled them in. Were you at the convention, like you're surrounded by people who are experts in the field of mm-hmm, makeup. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Like, were you like, I, felt good. I got this, I know this. I'm also not done. Oh my gosh, there was more? There was a Charlotte Tilbury Bond Girl lipstick. I apologize. It's okay. For but jumping I just, ahead. I just want to make it clear that I was also wearing lipstick. Your lips were not bare. They were not. Um... I felt, I felt pretty good. I was like, okay, like I look pretty decent, you know? Yeah. I didn't feel like, Oh God, you know, (laughs) not that I was suggesting that you should, but you know, sometimes when you're, you're at a, you're at a makeup convention, like that is, you're going to see some cool work. Yeah. I mean, Jackie Johnson looked amazing as look huge. She is the ultimate honey. Yeah. So like I obviously wasn't going to compete with that, but I felt like, I, you know, I look pretty good. The, the thing that was I was more worried about was what I was going to wear. Being six and a half months pregnant, I was like, oh, like I'm at the point now where I would rather wear something a little clingy. So it's like very obvious that I'm pregnant. Um, I follow. You know, you're not tenting out. Yeah. So what I ended up in was a pair of Madewell maternity jeans black maternity jeans cool a white maternity tank top that i recently got at target um a blazer a wilfred aritzia blazer that i bought i think on ebay like last year i remember that blazer yeah it's a good blazer and a necklace and my madewell boots with a heel and i felt put together you felt good yeah i felt good you looked profesh as hell thank you kate (laughs) 
You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah. And so I think it helps when you're like up on stage talking like that to at least feel good about how you look. Yes. It helps with the, con- you know, yeah. confidence. In other news, we're still dog training. Dory, <clears throat> when will you not be? I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, it is a journey. It is a journey. Not a destination <laughs> with that dog and any dog. Indeed. How is he doing? You know, he's actually doing really well. Um, would you ever post a video about it on our Instagram or your personal Instagram? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, like I would. Show us how it works. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the things that we're working on is called the relaxation protocol. I want you to do that <laughs> with me. What? <laughs> that sounds it, amazing. It basically involves Bo lying on his bed, and I do various distracting things like walking backwards and clapping and. <laughs> And if he stays down, he gets a treat. And it's like a, I think it's like a 15 day thing. And every day you have different exercises and they kind of build on each other. Um, So that's been really interesting. Just like we're also trying to teach him to be comfortable being behind like a baby gate. Oh. So like he could see us, but we like we would be in the living room, for example, let's say with the baby doing tummy time and we don't want Bo all up in our shit. Right. So we have him behind a gate in our office where he can still see us and we're periodically like paying attention to him and throwing him treats, but he's not like all up in our faces. So that's another thing that we're working on. Cause you know, I think a lot of dogs have FOMO. They want to be around you. Oh my God. My dog right now is having major FOMO. Yeah. Like, and I get that. And so it's kind of like training them to be like, Okay, I can be here and it's fine. Truly, we need to train ourselves to deal with FOMO. <laughs> this sounds very applicable. Exactly. The one last thing I did want to mention is that I keep forgetting to mention on the pod that I went to the dermatologist a few weeks ago. And? Well, first of all, I hadn't gone in a couple of years. That's okay. Look, we all, again, we know the importance of going to the doctor yeah. and yet we've all let it slide for many years at a time. Yeah. And you're supposed to get yearly mole checks. You know, every time I go every year, my doctor's like, you don't need to come back for a few years. Oh, really? I'm very moly and freckly. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have skin cancer in my family. Yeah. I'm pretty moly. Like, I think I've been told I need to go every Great. year. So that is your... That is my recommendation. Um, and she was like, she biopsied something on my back. She was like, I just don't like the looks of this. Oh, God. And, you know... You are, you are kind of like, it's probably nothing. But then of course I'm like, Oh God, I'm pregnant. I don't want to get skin cancer anyway, but I I especially don't want to get skin cancer when I'm pregnant. No, that's terrifying. Um, but it turned out to be nothing. Good. She, she left a message. I was like, it's just something that comes with age. Great. (laughs) I was like, okay, thanks. Those are, That's a, that's a journey. It I've said that journey. like 50 freaking times in this episode, but boy, it is. You're like trying not to get nervous. It's completely out of your control. Yeah. Yep. It's chances are it's going to be fine. Yep. And yet. Also, the thing that had spurred me to make the appointment was like this kind of like, it looked like a, like a raised mole on my mm. leg. And that turned out to be nothing. She was like, oh, in fact, it's not a mole. It's a keratosis oh yes i have like in the wart family she's like i can just freeze it off and i was like okay (laughs) so of course like that thing was nothing right but then there was another another thing um and just one last thing go on dory 
Have you been watching Sex Education? No, but I will. Oh, my God. I've heard about it. I know I need to watch it. (sighs) Kate, it is a revelation. It's that good? I think it is so good. It's Netflix? It's Netflix. I have watched three episodes. Um... It, it it's I think it's just like so smart. Um, Jillian Anderson. As we're talking, I'm like, how do we get Jillian Anderson on the podcast? I mean, you Can know, we I add think, this to the pretend vision board? I think we have? everyone our age, like, probably watched at least some of X Files. I didn't, but oh, I still didn't? I watched The Fall. I mean, I know she's fantastic. Yeah, like she's fantastic, but like. I don't feel like she... I didn't watch The Fall. Like She hasn't really been a part of my life in a long time. This role is so good. She plays a sex therapist and a mom of a teenage boy. And she's like bitchy and sexy, but also like kind of an overbearing mom. She's a single mom. It, I, it's so It's so sweet and funny and smart and great. So everyone, please go watch it immediately. Okay. Well, Dory, that is a ringing endorsement. Thank you. I will check it out and I'll report back. (laughs) Please do. All right. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Our guest today is Anne Shen. Anne Hello. Hi. You're in person Welcome today. Welcome to the Forever 35 studio, <laughs> which I'm is so thrilled. my garage. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. Lots of natural light. Well, um, Anne, I would love to start by reading your bio for okay. our listeners, and then we will talk about the spread of products. <laughs> spread is the right word. It is. It's like a buffet. Anyway, I'm very excited. Okay, here we go. Anne Shen is an illustrator and author based here in Los Angeles. She's created artwork for clients including Disney, Facebook, HarperCollins, Papyrus, and the New York Times. Her first book, Bad Girls Throughout History, 100 Remarkable Women Who Changed the World, was published by Chronicle Books in 2016. And her second book, Legendary Ladies, 50 Goddesses to Empower and Inspire You, came out in 2018. And... You have a beautiful journal and note card set coming out this year. Yes, in April. In April. So, Anne, welcome to Forever 35. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You look dope. (laughs) Thank you. You've got red lips. Yep. I put on the full drag for you guys today. And it looks great. It looks great. I would like by the end of this for you to teach me how to do the eyeliner thing you have going on. Yeah. I've got all the trips. Tips and tricks. Great. I mean, you are an illustrator. Okay, let's just start with this question. Yeah. <laughs> As a person who is an illustrator, you paint, right? Is yes. that correct? With watercolor? Mm-hmm. Does that make you more able to do your makeup? I think so. I think it makes me able to do my own makeup. I don't know if I could do other people's makeup, but I know because I'm drawing eyes and faces, I do a lot of portraits. I know what I like. And so I can do it on myself. Have you always, is that a skill you acquired as like a teenager? No, I actually didn't go back to art school until my mid twenties. Wow. Yeah. I started, um, drawing like a year before I went to art school. I decided, I mean, it was always like into creative arts, but it was, I'm like a first child of immigrants. So it was very not encouraged to go into the arts when I was younger, although my parents are very supportive now. What did you go to school for? I actually went to school for writing. So that was something that they were comfortable with me doing um, because it was a skill that they were like, 
okay, that applies to a lot of things. You'll be okay. But that was the thing. I graduated with a degree in writing and then I was working in LA for a few years, like at various nonprofits in writing roles. And then I was like, oh, I'm really miserable. 2008 hit. Mm. And I was just like, I really miserable my job. I can't find a new job. My husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was going to CalArts for animation. And I would visit him at school and see all the cool kids like doing all these things that I always wanted to do and didn't know how because I never knew anyone who had gone to art school or put together a portfolio or anything like that. And so... I was like, I think I'm going to go to art school. <laughs> wow. Like instead of, I was going to go and get a writing MFA in a few years anyway. And then I was like, what am I going to do with that? I want to do something totally different because I'm not going to be a career novelist in my 20s. At yeah. least I wasn't. I was, didn't have enough um, world experience I wanted to have. You guys probably understand that yeah, as writers. And so um, I decided I was going to just totally switch careers so my day job would be something totally different than writing. Um, and I took my first extension class at a local art school and then I was like, Ooh, I love this. I'm actually going to apply to go to art school and then I'll just keep applying until I get in. And that's going to be my next degree. And so I did that, went through the program, um, for three years. And then I basically have been working and illustrating since then. It's been 10 years actually this year. <laughs> that's wow. incredible. And you mentioned your parents and kind of their expectations of yeah. you, how did that go when you let them know that you were going to follow this other passion and pursuit? What was that kind of conversation like? Or did, were you comfortable just saying to them, like, sorry, this is this is what's up? Well, at that point, I was already supporting myself. Like, I pretty much, I mean, my parents were kind enough to put me through college. The yeah. first time I went to a UC, so it was very affordable. <laughs> and um, so it was more just like I would talk to my mom about how unhappy I was at jobs. And I kept switching jobs. And it just didn't make it better. Mm -hmm. So uh, then she was like, remember when you wanted to go to art school? Like, maybe you should oh. take an extension class and see. Like, she actually was because a family friend of our, hers um, went to art school. So then she was like, oh, okay, this might be a real thing. <laughs> this is like actually career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, she was like, why don't you just try an extension class and see if you like it? And so actually that was what put me back on that path she reminded mom me. had smart advice yeah yeah and i think that at that point she was like well i don't have to support you so you can do totally you know, you go take that art point. class sam yeah. Yeah, you try it out exactly when did you launch your instagram oh my gosh um i started really early because at the time i was working at um the company bando mm -hmm. and that was my first design internship and it was in 2010 or 11 when so did Bando launch. I mean, oh gosh, I think like 2008 or so. Gotta listen okay. to yeah. Jen Gotch's podcast. She has a great episode about the history of Bando. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. It, I it didn't, started I didn't, with flower crowns. I, I had didn't no know. Idea. I didn't know it was um, ten years old. I thought, it was, I, I thought it was newer. No, I didn't either. But I've been since educated. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were getting on it. And so I found it and I was like, okay, I'll try it. And that's why my Instagram name is not my name because I thought it would be this like secret world yes. like oh. in behind the scenes. Yeah, your like, Instagram is and danger. Yes. And yeah. by the time I was like, oh, this is a real thing we use for business. It was too late. <laughs> <laughs> the other end, Shen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> snatched uh. it up. <laughs> Which there was a moment where I, when we were talking and I was like, oh, her last name isn't danger. Like not even, <laughs> yeah. I mean, logically I kind of assumed, yeah. but that's just now how I referred to you in my, in um, my many head. people do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that you mention 
like just getting into art and illustrating in your 20s because not only do I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as adults to have all that you know have our have our careers and interests figured out by the time we're like 18 but as a parent I feel like there's so much pressure to like nurture your kids interests and enroll them in these classes and it's so like reassuring to hear about people who like weren't artists from the day they were five you know what I mean like yeah I'm sure it was always in you but um coming to stuff later in life I think is also really good to hear as parents like you know just the pressure that's such a good point I I, I just feel it so much as my kids get older and I'm like oh my god should they be taking violin so they can be violinists you know like and they don't have to like do their passion as an eight-year-old yeah yeah I, I might be the only parent who's feeling this but I just it that really resonated with me well I also like wrote a lot when I was a kid that was what I would do well I drew a little and then I wrote a lot. Like I would write stories, put them in little binders and share them among oh, my friends. <laughs> and so by the time I was like 21 and out there and ready to be a professional writer, I was over yeah. <laughs> for a little mm. bit. I was kind of like, I'm ready to put this down and like explore my other interests um, and just be a beginner again and learn something new. What a good feeling. Have you been a beginner again since? Like, is there something that you are now beginning with yes actually part of my self-care last year i went through this whole like self-care renaissance because i basically sacrificed my health to get my career to where it is now because i felt so behind Mm. um and then i was having all these health problems and then i was like i need to have hobbies that are not sitting and using my hands (laughs) and so i started taking voice lessons just for fun oh cool i have no intention of ever singing publicly but it's something that i find really enjoyable for me i'm really present in the hour that i'm there and i've learned a lot that actually helps with when i do speaking and things like that like just kind of peripherally i've learned that's really cool but it was something to yeah like just i've always been interested in it it's something i was way too shy to do so i was like then it's something i feel like i need to do because wow. I was mid-interested. <laughs> was your first voice lesson terrifying? Yes. Oh my gosh. So scary. But my teacher is so good, so positive, so encouraging. And that it made it not scary. But it's it's been really fun. I actually recently got a keyboard again. I played piano for 10 years as a kid. Oh my God. I and recently I got a keyboard too. Really? Yeah. It's just like so nice and peaceful to mm-hmm. play music for yourself. Mm-hmm. I resisted it so much as a kid because I hated playing piano. It was a fight every week with my mom and yeah, I'm not same. a pianist. Right. Same. But now I'm like, oh, I actually like having this skill. Thanks, yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, okay. Can we talk products? Yes, story. So we, and when Anne got here, we were like, "Well, let's make this a product." I'm like chomping at the bit to talk about episode. everything that is in front of us ha- right now. You brought two bags worth of goodies, <laughs> of treasures, and you have a great tab on your Instagram stories that's just skincare, mm-hmm. where you lay out a lot of your faves, some of which I see now. You've lined them up based on the order in which you use them. <laughs> so, Anne, take yes. us on this journey. We're okay. with you in spirit in your your bathroom. Is that where I this guess is all so. going yeah, down? Yeah. Okay. So my skincare journey starts with I've struggled with acne my whole life and well, not my whole life since my teens. And I had really good skin the last five years. And then recently I went off hormonal birth control for Mm. other reasons, like because I realized it was I read this book called Woman Code and realized it was causing a lot of like inflammation and things that doctors were like, we don't know why eczema happens. And I was like, well, could it be this? And they're like, could be. So I was oh, like, wow. 
well, I'm 34 now, so I'm not, my parents aren't going to be mad at me if I get pregnant. Right. But, you know, there are also <laughs> alternative methods that don't yes. alter our bodies so right. much. And so because of that, though, that fallout, it's been five months and I'm now dealing with hormonal acne again oh. at 34. So it's a struggle. And so my skincare routine got really good because I was on, I got into Korean skincare and the whole like 10 step thing. Um, which I know there's a bit of a backlash on now, but I feel like 10 steps takes me like 10 minutes at most. Hey, if and it I, works for you, yeah. then like, if it works for you, it works yeah. for you. If two steps works. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you have amazing, like my husband has amazing skin and I only recently like convinced him he should wash his face once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm so jealous because I'm like, oh, I just wake up and my skin's perfect. And I, if I didn't wash my face, there would be consequences the next day because that's just my skin. Yeah. Um, so should I just go through my, like, yes. okay. take us <laughs> like, through please. it. Okay. Like Victoria said, the bit is being chopped. So my <laughs> nighttime routine is a little bit more extensive. So I'll start with that. And then my daytime is just a couple of the same things. Um, so I always start with a cleansing wipe because I have lash extensions, which Ooh. I love. They're the joy of my life. I've had them for two years. And so they're my, they're my great joy. And this is something you like you have to get redone every like three or four weeks. I've never had lash extensions. I actually do it um about seven or eight weeks. Okay. I go back and get them refilled. Cool. Um I do it a little more frequently if I'm doing more appearances or I'm going out into the public because I work at home in my studio, so I don't if I'm like at six weeks and a little sparser, my dogs don't care. Um, <laughs> or but do or they? Do they? <laughs> Maybe they do. Uh, but because of the lash extensions, I use a cleansing wipe so I can get close to my eyeline, but not have the cotton balls that get stuck in the lash. Yes. Can I ask a stupid question? No. Can you put, mas- stupid. <laughs> can you yes. put mascara on? No. Okay. So this, what you have, these gorgeous lashes. Yeah, I wake up like this. Jesus I'm really Jesus. high maintenance this way to be low maintenance every day. Yeah. Because <laughs> like generally, I don't have a full face of makeup. I just have like the lashes and I draw on the eyebrows a bit and then I'm good to go like run errands and stuff oh my gosh and sunscreen of course I thought this was mascara okay so these are the lash extensions I love my lash extensions I can give you my guy Um, (laughs) and okay so I use the cleansing wipes to take off all makeup then I use and and these are simple we should say simple simple ones I just get them at Target I find them to be the least irritating I used to like an oil based one that was by skin food the brown Mm -hmm. rice cleansing tissue but they discontinued it so I was bummed so I found these um they're really not irritating which i really like and then i use a uh oil cleanser mm-hmm. the vanilla clean it zero i like that one a lot i, I really thought good. you couldn't use an oil cleanser with lash extensions you can't which is why i do it all around my orbital bone and then i wash my face basically perpendicular or parallel to the sink oh, so it doesn't touch wow. my lash extensions okay it's i had to perfect my technique yeah i was using the oil cleansing wipes and then i skipped the oil step right right but then they discontinued and i couldn't find another one so i'm back to this because of the acne my esthetician was like got it oil okay and i was like all right we're back to this um i didn't bring my usual morning cleanser but it's the cozarx good morning low ph cleanser uh, okay. it's really good even my husband really likes it. Yeah, Recently, nice. I switched because I got gifted something else. And my husband's like, oh, I like the other one better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, suddenly you have an opinion. I love oh, it. I see how it is. So even guys like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I use my favorite toner is the Thayer's Witch Hazel Toner. Mm-hmm. It's just really simple and clean. I didn't ah. bring because it's a big bottle, too. Um, but because I find a lot of toners have either salicylic acid or something else, like a lot of things try to multitask adding all these acids and it's just too much for yeah, my it's face. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like my esthetician, when I was 
going through the stuff, he was like, you're using too much exfoliant. And I'm like, oh, I guess you can use too much exfoliant. I just want to exfoliate all this shit off, though. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's what um, we had Courtney Chisano. Um, She'll be on an upcoming episode. Yes, Ooh. we haven't aired it yet. <laughs> but she was saying the same thing. She's our facialist and she sees tons of over exfoliation. And I know that urge. I want to be like scrubbing it. Yeah. Every night. I just want to like scrape everything off basically yeah. with it. Right. Um, so instead of using like a well, I have a ton of serums thanks to you guys now. Oops. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but I use... So for when I have acne, I use this benzoyl peroxide 2.5% from acne.org. So it kills bacteria on your face, but um, it's the 2.5% keeps it from being way too intense and peeling mm. like the stuff we used as teenagers. What is acne.org? It's just this website that sells like stuff like this and it's just like pure benzoyl peroxide i've never heard of acne don't me neither that's cool you know a friend told me about it and that's why i got it and this is i think one of their like smaller sizes to try so it's nice um and then i sometimes use an essence sometimes don't depends on how i'm feeling um and lately i've been rotating serums i have this neogen so this is so half of my stuff is korean skincare and half is not and i think i just kind of find what works for me and um and then I like to try a lot of new things too. So it's fun, right? That's hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I'm not exfoliating, I use this Neogen Real Ferment Micro Serum that I got on Soko Glam. Ooh, Ooh. Yes. It has like fermented stuff in it that's supposed to make Ooh. your skin mm-hmm. more plump and moisturized. So, and you're a Soko Glam fan. I am. I re- that's how I discovered Korean skincare and all their products have really worked for me. So I, I'm a fan. You've got a beautiful Soko Glam makeup bag. I have to yeah. shout it out. It's like shimmering. It's and holographic. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then when I am exfoliating, I use this Caudalie salicylic acid mm-hmm. one. Ooh, I like their stuff. Yeah. yeah, their stuff is really nice. It smells really good. And then twice a week, I use Good Jeans. You guys know what that looks like. Oh, so yeah. We do. And we know what it smells like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I actually think it smells like ginger to me. Oh, like it doesn't smell terrible. I've heard people say they think it smells like lemongrass. Oh, like, yeah. I think it has lemongrass in it. Mm. Real reframing of the good gene smell narrative. I <laughs> yeah. like this. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I appreciate exactly. that. Okay. Next time I use it, I'll give it a sniff. And think ginger. Okay. I think ginger. Um, and then I've started using this ordinary azelaic acid suspension 10% because I've hmm. heard from a lot of um, and read a lot that azelaic acid is supposed to help fade dark spots, which I'm dealing with right now. Okay. And then uh, once a week, I'll do the Neogen gauze peeling wine, um, the pads. The pads, yeah. I like those. Or I'll do a, um, I'll do masks a couple times a week. And my favorite is just still Queen Helene's mint julep mask, the sulfur mask that pulls out a lot of stuff. Mm. It's like a drugstore fave still from college. That's awesome. A stand, like a standard from way back. Yeah, way back. Those are the best kind. Um, And then... So that's my masking. Oh, and then like once or twice a week, I also use a sheet mask when I'm in the bath, which I learned from Jasmine Gilroy how oh, to do. Oh, the best. <laughs> Took the master bath class expert. on that. Yes. What is this? Oh, okay. Ooh. So my moisturizing. So at night, I do a snail cream moisturizer. The Super Aqua Misha one is my fave still. And it smells like really cucumbery and nice. And the, the container is gorgeous it is it's beautiful like, it looks very luxurious yes <laughs> and then after that i put on an oil just because my i went to a korean skincare guy and he did that um measuring thing where they measure the 
level of hydration of your skin. Ooh. Wait a second. How do they do that? It's like this little like device that they put just up to your skin and then it measures the percentage. And mine was at like 25%. And he was like, oh yeah, you're pretty dehydrated. It should be at 40 or 50% is best. And I have oily skin. So I was like, what? So then I added an oil on top of my moisturizer to keep everything down. And the oil, I just got this from him. I like it. It's a jojoba and um, evening primrose oil, which mm. is really good for scars and um, dealing with acne. You want like an oil that has high lineolic acid. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Well, we're not experts, so yeah. we don't know <laughs> <Me> either. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a skincare enthusiast, so I read a lot of blogs. Yeah. So, you know, the internet's always correct. Well, <laughs> always. And it's also hard when you're reading stuff, but not hearing anybody say it out loud. You start totally. to just pronounce the, the uh, like the acids in their own way. Like, I still can't say phthalates. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Finally. Yeah, it took you a nailed year. it. I nailed it. <laughs> um, so is the oil an every night thing as well? Yes. Okay. So I use that every night. It absorbs really quickly and it's really nice. It's not too oily. Um, so during the day in the morning, I do the Cozarx, I do the toner, and then I do this um, Mizon Snail Recovery Gel Cream which is my favorite moisturizer. This is mm. one of my holy grails too. Oh, really? It's I put it on every morning and it's just like, it feels really moisturizing, but then it dries like matte, like nice and Ooh. Yeah, not shiny, which for me is a big thing, shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just put on my Biore UV Aqua Rich Watery yes. Essence Sunscreen, which the I... The best. It's the best sunscreen. Um, I used to get it on Amazon, but mm-hmm. I went to like Tokyo and Taiwan last year and I bought six and put it in my suitcase. Oh my God, and every time my parents go, I have them bring me back sunscreen <laughs> listen that's what parents are for yeah right? seriously <laughs> what is this spray oh. okay so the so i see an acupuncturist twice a week for Ooh. my skin as well um she puts me under the light that kills bacteria uh-huh. and then she also does like some gua sha to move stuff along and i also get like 50 needles in my face what is wow. gua sha gua sha is the it's like the roller but it's just like a blade of um either rose quartz or jade and you could do like lymphatic drainage on your skin. Ooh, cool. And it feels really nice. You could look up YouTube videos of how to do it. Um, it apparently also helps with like just kind of le- like depuffing your skin because you're draining all the stuff in your lymph nodes because apparently it just sits there unless you move it along or your body's moving yeah, along. Okay, get it out there. Yeah. Um, so my so this is just a rose hibiscus, the rose water, coconut water spray from Herbivore. I use this because when I'm using my like benzoyl peroxide and my serums, I let them dry for about 10 minutes in between steps. But when I'm putting on my moisturizer again, my acupuncturist recommended like just spraying a rose water that's calming just so your skin absorbs stuff faster when it's wet. But mm. my skin's obviously dry because I've been waiting the 10 minutes in between. This is my nighttime routine. Like my skincare is my thing that winds me down so i'll just re-wet my face again with the rose water spray and then put my moisturizer on so it absorbs better and then this is also one of my favorite holy grails recently this milano cc cream it's a vitamin c um it's not really cream actually it's more like an oil you can like open it and try it it's been really good at fading my spots oh amazing like miraculously good i've never heard of milano it's i think a japanese brand and i got it on amazon and this is a daytime thing. Nighttime. Nighttime. If you use it during daytime, um, it oxidizes a bit and turns a bit orange in the sun, I think, or something like that. So <laughs> I don't use it during that. daytime. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, but not during the night. And I, we should say it's a it's a CC cream, but it's not... Or um, it's, it's not a CC cream. It's, it's just, just called a CC. CC. Okay. It's Milano CC is the name of it. Got it. Got it. But not it's a like CC a cream. vitamin C oil. Cool. Kind of um, and then... Fun goodies on this table. <laughs> I love... I mean, this is my hobby, I think. 
<laughs> it's like you're a sommelier. Like I was thinking about yeah. this recently. Like there are wine enthusiasts. That's true. You know, like well, I'm a skincare enthusiast yeah, for sure. Seriously. And then for treating spots, I use um, just straight tea tree oil and then the Cozarex acne patches. Tea tree oil when it's closed, the acne patches when it's open because then it sucks the stuff right out. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Um, and then my eye cream is the 100% pure coffee bean caffeine eye cream. Ooh. Who makes that? 100% pure, oh, 100% which is a great... I've never heard of 100% pure. Oh, they're a great natural, like all natural brand, woman owned. They have a store in Topanga Canyon um, if you want to go in and just like check out their stuff. But I ordered that one on Amazon and it's actually their tiny sample one, but I don't use that much eye cream. So I've been using it for like six months. I love a sample that gets stretched. Those mm-hmm. are the best yeah. time when you're like, this is still going. Yeah. Like this is actually a lot of product. Yeah. Cause then I can actually use it all as opposed to I'm bored with this. I want to try something new. Yes. Oh, I know that. Um, and then for my lash extensions, I actually use this lash food, um, eyelash serum just so it helps like the lashes, my natural lashes continue to grow in thicker mm-hmm. and I mean, people say it ruins your eyelashes, but I really don't think it does. I think you just forget how wimpy your lashes were to begin with because I have a before and after picture and I was like, no, that's what they look like. Um, so that's my nighttime and my skincare. How often do you change products or try new products? I try. There are things that I that have definitely been staples for years, like the um, oil cleansers and the um, the moisturizers I go back to and the sunscreen forever. Um, with the serums and the essences, I play a bit around more with that. And I'm doing a thing where I'm using up everything I have. Mm. However, I have three serums, so that's going to take me forever. And am I going to not buy a new serum that sounds interesting, exciting to me? No, I'm going to get it. So, but you're trying to kind of just get through everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also trying to use the same things for at least a month so that I know how it's affecting my skin. Smart. Especially because I'm going through some skin turmoil right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it because look as i'm learning in my mid-40s as you get older you deal with new things when it comes to your skin not that they're bad they're just new you know what i mean like i am now just discovering creppiness dory Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. 
One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Witness history at Roland Garros where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Skin turmoil is a thing I think a lot. We have a lot of listeners who write in about dealing yeah. with hormonal acne, adult acne. What is your, like, uh, what are your tools? Like we can talk about skincare yeah. tools and everything else, but what are your other like emotional tools of dealing with that? Oh Cause my it's, gosh. it's a lot. And I think we glo- tend to gloss over it. It is really difficult. I like Kendall Jenner. I'm now coming out as having acne. <laughs> Did Kendall Jenner have to reveal yeah, that? Don't you remember yes. like a few weeks ago, they, they were like, Kendall Jenner is going to make a big, an, like an announcement about her past or her, I forget most, exactly. honest. Yeah, her most honest, something like yeah. ridiculous. And everyone thought she was going to say something else. Okay. Um, but she revealed that she struggled with acne. Yeah. I didn't know this. <laughs> I support Kendall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. Fair. It was. It was very. It was very Kardashian Jenner. Yeah, that's yes. right. Of yeah, her exactly. <laughs> um, but my tools for dealing with it, I, I think, the hardest part is just having the ability to like have outside help. Um, I'm finally at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I can go see an esthetician once a month. I can go to acupuncture twice a week to deal with it. So having outside help helps a lot because it just, it doesn't feel like something I'm dealing with privately. It's something that I'm working through. And then also, um, it's, I definitely incorporate lifestyle changes too, where, um, I take like supplements that help and have tea that helps. And that also is part of my like self care. I'm taking care of my body because, Sometimes a lot of the time acne is like coming from inside, right? Something yeah. in your body is off and it's hard to know what it is. And it's crazy to me that we can like have really tiny, really powerful computers and put a car in the, in space, but we haven't figured out what causes acne. Yeah. It's like, it is kind of crazy when yeah, you say it, is. when you put it that way. Right. And yeah. we're only starting to have more discussions about like gut health and hormones and our whole, um, like in woman coach talks about how like they don't study endocrinology really or use that as that could be the cause of things. And it is the cause of a lot of things. Um, so that's been interesting too. Um, so I guess that's kind of how I find outside support. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have this incredible makeup spread. Oh yeah. Like, (laughs) holy, you have my favorite primer. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The Smashbox. Yes. I love it. The photo finish. I love it. 
It's really, Love really it. good. It's, I mean, I even bought the full size. That's how much I like. I know, which I always buy the like tiny travel size yeah. at Sephora and it lasts me a while. Yeah. But you have gone I full went hog. full hog on it. Um, and then I have, so I don't wear makeup every day normally, but I think of it as my, you know, my costume I put on when yeah. I'm like out and doing stuff. Like shoes with heels for me. Yeah. yeah. Like you feel like, okay, now I'm, now I'm able to do it and I'm not nervous. I'm prepared yeah. and I just feel good. Um, and so my favorite foundation is this Tarte Amazonian Clay Full Coverage Foundation. Ooh. Oh, I wanted to say I always wear sunscreen, even if my products have a little bit of sunscreen mm. in them, because I read this, I think it was on Soka Glam's blog or something, where the amount of recommended that you would have to put on to get the SPF 15 from your foundation is like way more than you would actually put on. Thank you for clarifying this. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm in a wee bit of a battle with my husband whenever he puts on his like a vino spf 15 and i'm like you need more sunscreen yeah. i was like no i don't <laughs> <laughs> yes you do <laughs> okay thank you i'm gonna make him listen to this episode <laughs> um so i put you know always put sunscreen on then i put the primer then i do the foundation and this has worked the best for my oily skin and keeping things matte but kind of glowy not too matte which can be like drying and aging looking um i'm trying out this nyx concealer right now i like it I don't use a ton of concealer. I like so. NYX products. Yeah. And I like that it's, um, I like that their products are a little smaller, which is probably mm-hmm. how they could charge a little less, but it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to use this much concealer by the time it's going to expire. Totally. Yes. Which is right. Yes. Which is also why I like Fenty. Like their lipsticks are a little smaller and people are like, oh, it's like sample size. But I'm like, I, an average person, am not going to wear, I've never worn an entire tube of lipstick ever so it's like yeah. it's nice to me that it can be 18 dollars, which is not exorbitant for a lipstick it is higher end but like i can afford that totally right it's no tom ford yeah uh, dory <laughs> what was that a 50 dollar lipstick 54 dollars oh do you how often have you worn it i don't wear it all the time i've found other ones that i like better Ugh. Just saying. The Charlotte Tilbury one. I like, like the Charlotte Tilbury one. Do you one. like those? I like the... Um, yeah. After you guys talked about it, I was like, oh, I had Pillow Talk and Bond Girl in my Sephora cart, oh. my Sephora's cart forever. Oh. <laughs> but I never I never pulled the trigger. I did get Pillow Talk as a um, Sephora sample. Ooh. They had it like as under point reward. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's a neutral. Yeah. Yeah. I actually can't find my Pillow Talk, but um, <laughs> I like my Bond Girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I want to try that. I also list. think the sorry for the detour, but no, I love detours. the Charlotte Tilbury lipsticks stay on longer than the Tom Ford lipstick does. That's really important. So Tom Ford, I mean, get it together. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a beautiful Stila lip yes. color here. Is that what you're wearing right now? Yes, okay. it's my beautiful. Favorite. Yeah, your Thank lips are you. a gorgeous. It's, is it matte technically? Would yes, you say matte? it's a matte. It's a liquid lipstick, which I didn't love, but I'd read this was on so many people's lists. This is what Alexandria or Casio Cortez oh. wears. This is what a lot of people wear. It's the Beso Stila Stay All Day Liquid Lipstick. Beso is the color. That's gorgeous. It's red. Um, and I love it. And it really does stay really well. Is it a, like a long lasting red? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not like the kind that flakes off. Yeah, I get I which have I a hard like. time with those. Yeah. This one feels really natural like lipstick where it's not like shellac. And did you line your lips too? You always line with a with a bright color. So I line it with a MAC pencil that I have. Uh, okay. Because it looks, it looks very like perfectly done. Where I feel like when I would put this on, I don't always line. And then it's just like, blurp. yeah, mm. looks like I just like ate a strawberry. I like mushed <laughs> it on my mouth. That was a weird analogy, but there we go. Um, and I didn't bring that because, you know, 
you know what a MAC pencil looks like. Let's see. I also brought... So right now I'm using this Marc Jacobs blush. I'm trying to switch to cruelty-free as I use up my products. And Marc Jacobs is one of the few like prestige brands that is cruelty-free. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't know. I got this. I believe Charlotte Tilbury is. Oh, yes. really? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got this a while ago. So I'm using that. I don't always use highlighter and um, bronzer or is this is this what this is? Yeah. Um, but when I do, it's the two-faced ones. I have the candlelight glow, if you guys want to look at it, and the um milk chocolate soleil. Oh, this is which, pretty. Look at that pink. It looks so pretty on so many people. Candlelight like glow. Ooh. Rosy glow. And that one smells like chocolate. <laughs> which is like a nice. That's pretty too. Yeah. Nice. Also, I just want to comment on again the packaging. Yeah, the for packaging this is Too Faced stuff is really I love Too Faced packaging. It's really why I buy a lot of their stuff. <laughs> and their stuff works well too. Um, I have the Fenty brushes. They're the travel brushes that are magnetic. But Ooh, I love them. what just happened here? Okay. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like a lipstick. No, these are the highlighter and the contour brushes. Are cool. I like that they're small and I like that they're, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, put my skin on. They feel really brush, good. But- and they're and magnetic. This is everyday brush, not just for traveling. Yes. They're really cute. Yeah. I like that they're easy to find too because they're all magnetic. Um, and then, okay. So these are my two favorite Holy Girl products. They are both Asian beauty products. One is the Auto Eyebrow by Leo- Leoli Cosmetics. I don't know how to pronounce that. But it's an eyebrow um, pencil that's like slanted. You can oh open it. It's oh slanted, boy. and then it oh, has wow, the that's cool on the other side. So it's kind of the shape your eyebrow wants to be mm-hmm. in anyway. It's super easy to use. It stays really well, and it's like six dollars on Amazon. Oh, love a six. Yes, right. I bought the Anastasia because I was like, well, I got, I should see what this is about, and I was like, it's good, but my six dollar one works yeah. just as well. Yeah, I use a NYX. I'm not wearing it right now, but I use a NYX powder pencil that is six dollars i use a wet and wild (laughs) i love wet and wild you just need a little color up there you know um and then so my eyeliner is this so i discovered asian beauty eyeliners and this one is by dolly wink is the name of the brand and And how did you make the discovery like were you just playing around with stuff did you order stuff a friend of mine um is also she works in the makeup industry and i had asked her and she told me about this um, so these Ooh, those nice these ones. Japanese ones have like these nice points that are like brush pens, yeah. which make yeah. it really easy to line your eye. Um, Where do and, you get this from? Well, this one I got in Tokyo, but I think you can get in like Little Tokyo or online. I bought so I bought two because I didn't know what it said, oh, look. and I had asked um, on Instagram like what's the difference between these two because I don't read Japanese. Amazing. And it turns out the red one is waterproof, oh. and the pink one is not. And when you have lash extensions you're not supposed to wear waterproof stuff okay. on there so you're saving that one yeah for when you know mm. and the the brow pencil is what you have on now yes it looks great yeah. thank you yeah i was like doubting it and i got the anastasia and i was like oh god it looks the same uh, isn't that the mm, <laughs> yeah the journey right <laughs> you spend the money is. and then you're like yeah oh. some things are worth the money yes. they are but it's like trial and error it to is. figure out which what is it is and trial by trial and error i mean spending the money and that's yeah. just sometimes annoying yeah yeah and uh, then oh my last thing is ooh. setting spray my favorite one is the urban decay all-nighter one it's it just works the best what what does a setting spray do does it like freeze your makeup to your face or is it more just like giving you a punch of glow i think it's supposed to just 
freeze your makeup to your face for me my eyelids are my like eyelid is a little closer so when i blink and they get greasy then my eyeliner will transfer and so when i started using the setting spray that problem went away oh wow and you can use it with fake lashes yes and how did you perfect your beautiful cat eye (laughs) because this is something i can't do i I haven't figured it out yet i'd like to learn by the time i'm 50 (laughs) 11 years i hope i can help you here um so i draw to the end of my eye and then i've seen on some youtube videos from people who are probably half my age and really good at makeup (sighs) um you kind of follow your flick follows the the curve of your bottom lid if that makes sense. It uh, does make sense. So you kind of go to the end, doing that. And then you're like, okay, now it goes this way up. And then you kind of fill in that little triangle more. So it's, this this side looks better today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always hard when one side looks good yeah. and then the other side is like, oh, it's a mess. Yeah. Wow. You've taken us on a real journey. <laughs> Thank you for letting me yeah. indulge. This was amazing. No, this is so great. And it's a lot of stuff I've never even like seen or heard of. Totally. And I'm just revisiting this Milano CC stuff. That one is a new discovery and I highly, highly recommend this. Do you have everything? Do you have any favorite, like any, I know you mentioned Soko Glam and they have a great blog on their website. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any other skincare sites or YouTubers or anybody that you recommend people follow? Um, I really like for when I was learning about um, Asian beauty and Korean skincare in general, I really liked reading Fifty Shades of Snail was her blog name. Oh, I love that. Fifty Shades of Snail. And um, I want to say it's like Snow White and the Asian Pear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they get really into reviewing products, like into the science of it and into all the stuff that it does for your skin. And then they review things thoroughly. So that's when I started to learn kind of dip my toe into it and it's very overwhelming i would read like one blog post and then be like okay i have to come back in like a week to learn about yeah it is something it's else a lot. um so those are good resources and then actually like the skincare addict reddit is a yeah. really good place to go to start it's also very overwhelming mm-hmm. um but if you're thinking about trying a new product or trying to figure out how to solve a specific thing you can search on there and then find threads and then kind of see what's upvoted and what has worked for yeah. people yeah, I I thought Reddit was just for like fifteen year old boys, but it's actually a really great. No. No. There's also a great Asian skincare subreddit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I've discovered some of the more like low key things like mm-hmm. this. No, I love Reddit. I haven't even. I even have the app on my phone. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll talk look about. At you. Look at me yeah. taking Twitter off, putting Reddit on. <laughs> um, and this has been the best. Oh my gosh, so glad so you came today. Can you tell our listeners who may not be following you one where they can find you on the internet and then when your new products come out and where they can get them? Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at and danger. Um, I'm, my website is and shen.com. And it's and with no E. I was just no going to say e. that. Yes. No E. Thank you. <laughs> and with no E. A-N-N. S-H-E-N. Um, and then I have a, I wrote a goddess guided journal called how to be legendary that's a follow-up to my second book about goddesses um that one's coming out april 9th and then there are note cards that have two new goddesses in it coming out april 4th i believe and let's just say we might have gotten a sneak peek of both of those things and they look great they might be freaking gorgeous and you might want them (laughs) thank you (laughs) just a thought um and thanks again thank you and thank you so much this has been so fun Dory. Yes, Kate. I believe you just uttered the phrase, 
Intenshi Genshi's? I don't even know what I said. <laughs> That's not like you to abbreviate and then add on a made up word. No, you're really rubbing off on me. Uh oh. I'm going to have to give you a wrinkle dingle about this later. <laughs> Do you know what's weird? This weekend while I was with my friends from college, I definitely uttered the words, That's what I'm saying, <laughs> which is like a classic Dory Shafrir uh, line. It is. Soon oh, we no. will be one person. <laughs> we'll be one person. Door Kate. That's right. We established that yep. in our most recent episode. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. On that note, yes. let us get to these intenshi genshis. Tell me, did you tackle your uh oh, did you tackle the cabinet of doom, which is what your plan was last week? Kate. Oh no. I did not. I didn't even open it. It is okay. Remember, there's, these are low stakes. You know, there's just a lot going on and I I, I think in terms of like getting the house ready, I'm just in a, in a mode of like, I am sort of feeling like I need to do things in order. That's fair. And the cabinet is not the highest priority at the moment. So it will get done because I think we're going to move my electric piano over there. Oh, my digital piano. Um, yeah, because my son will not be interested in playing it for quite some time. You never know. He could be a prodigy. That's true. Two-year-old jamming out to Beatles tunes also, on an electric piano. you know, it doesn't matter if you're right or left-handed to use the digital piano, whereas this other collection that's in our home... Of guitars are all left-handed. Are all left-handed guitars. So, yeah. So, that, that, was, a, that was a nope. Um, how did your meal planning go? Meal planning is going very well. Go on. I received a great tip, which is the best simple recipes cookbook by America's Test Kitchen. Mm -hmm. We love ATK in this house. So I'm, I know what ATK, first of all, I don't call it ATK. Mm -hmm. So right there, you can see I'm not a mega fan. All right. But I'm, a, I know what it is, mm -hmm. but I've never really tried any of their recipes. Mm -hmm. I tried two of their recipes last week and my kids... I, I don't even know how to describe this. It was the weirdest thing. I made cod, which like we've never had in my house. Oh, yeah. And it was like kind of in a bed of leeks and olives, which I didn't give to my kids. I just gave them like carrot sticks. But they had the cod. They scarfed it up. Really? And then I made turkey enchiladas. And they ate them like without question or comment. Like normally there's commentary. Interesting. And I just and I actually said like I made turkey enchiladas. And my oldest daughter was like, cool. Like I can't, I, I have to tell you, they, ne they normally, if I say it's I made like something, possessed. it was crazy. Normally they're like, I don't like that. Ew. I'm, and, and they've never even had it, but they just give me like some sort of mm -hmm. food, what I'm going to call food tood. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this cookbook is magic. I don't know if last week was magic. So on that note, this week's been a little different because I've been traveling. So I am just going to focus on meal planning for next week and Great. trying new recipes from this cookbook and seeing if the magic continues. I'm excited for you. I will say um, I do have a document that I use yes. um, in Google Docs that I can share with listeners. It's a basic template I made up. And actually, a listener also sent me their template, and it was very similar to what I'm doing. Mm. And that helps me stay on top of things. And I print that out. I put it on the fridge. Just kind of keeps me in check. So there you have it. What's what's on the deck for you this week? Well, I've talked about how we're doing some... I, I talked about this earlier in the episode yeah. that we're doing this dog training. And I just need to be consistent about it and do... I, I would like to do at least one exercise per day. How many minutes do they take? They're very short. Okay. Um, you know, the... 
the the relaxation protocol takes like five minutes. If you're doing, and you're actually not supposed to do it for that long because they their brains start they hurting. Tired, yeah, right? they get yeah. tired. It's like too much for them. They get frustrated. Um, and then like same with muzzle training. Like I think max you're supposed to do it for ten minutes, and like even that is like a long time. Um, and then we have another thing that we're training him to do, which is like stay behind a gate and. Again, it's like maybe 10 minutes. You still have to like find the time and focus on it. Yeah. And, you know, I would like it to also be Matt and I doing this together because that is like we both need to kind of know how to do this stuff. And Matt's just not home very much. And when he is home, you know, he just wants to like turn his brain off. Sure. Not start training a dog not start training yeah, a dog that's hard so i'm trying to kind of like strike a balance there like do, maybe do some of it on my own but like try to get him involved in some other aspects of it and i don't know so it's a process well i'm always here to help train that dog oh why thank you i love working with Bo. i will take you <laughs> up on that um what is your intention for this week well i'm going to keep working on my personal sleep training that i've decided to do training happening a lot of training you're training a dog i'm training myself Mm -hmm. um i'm very interested in sleep training myself for an earlier bedtime and an earlier wake time how has the earlier bedtime been going great last night you know i started doing the thing i normally do where i was like i'm gonna make the lunches i should clean the kitchen i should do some work and then i was like you know what no you're tired your brain's not functioning at like full capacity. You can do the dishes and then you're going to go to your room and foam roll and listen to your book, audiobook, And then you can read for a little bit in bed and then it's lights out at 10. Ooh. And I was asleep at 10 o'clock. Oh my gosh. And I, I did get into the trap where like I looked at the time and I was into my book and I didn't want to stop, but I knew I must. Wow. If I wanted to make the early rising time I had set for myself. Sure. And I set a challenge. What time did you get up? 5.30 a.m. Damn, girl. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm trying to rise. Be- I want, in my dream world, I rise at 5 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just take the day by storm. Mm. So I'm getting there. And also, I noticed when I wake up to work early in the morning, I'm so much more productive than trying to work at 9 o'clock at night. Totally. Oh, I can't work at night. No. I have to work in the morning. And even work, like I'm saying work like writing, work like getting some family documents done, like anything. Morning is better. So agree. So let's see where I am in a week. If I can, if I'm able to stick to um, my sleep training. Great. The days where we publish the podcast will be tricky because it goes live at night and I'm always a swirl of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So let's just see how I do. But you can schedule the post and the... You can. It yeah. just it's I sit there and then once it's mm. live, I'm I convince myself there's something wrong with it. Mm. We, could also, a, we could post it earlier. That might need to be happening. Okay. Get ready for 4 p.m. podcast <laughs> because of me. Uh, On that note, Dory, that brings us to the end. We have come to the conclusion of this episode of Indeed. Forever 35. But if you would like to reach out to us, we're always in. here. We don't go anywhere. <laughs> we're always inside this podcast. <laughs> Our phone number is 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast and join our myriad spinoffs. Get in there. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, tell a friend or mention us on Yield Social Media. And just a reminder that all the products and 
other stuff like books and TV shows, etc. Um, those are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. So head on over there and you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. And Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Lane Hammer is our assistant. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.